by making up for lost time. Right here, this is the place, McLean. This, this is the place. Here? This is the place you've been talking about for the last 300 miles of road? You bet, partner. Big Al's Steakhouse, home of the best steak in the entire state of Texas. I don't know about that. This place looks like it was built when Texas still belonged to Mexico. McLean, how many times have I told you on this trip, the more run down an establishment is, the better the food is? I think I've had enough of run down things on this road trip. We've seen run down towns, run down hotels, run down armadillos. No, no the armadillo got away. I, I barely clipped him. He was fine. Regardless, I don't know about this place. Can we wait to eat until we get to Amarillo? Amarillo? Why get food in the big city when there's perfectly good food right here in, um, what was the name of this place? Vega. Vega. Come on, let's go inside and get a wait steak. Wait a second. The steak in Big Al's Steakhouse is spelled S-T-A-K-E. Ah, just quirky branding. Howdy, folks. You're listening to Yesterday Today, the show that brings you all the best of yesterday's radio today. <laughs> I'm Jake Westbrook, and my overly critical co-host here is McLean Westbrook. If not wanting to get E. coli makes me overly critical, so be it. As you might be able to tell by my accent, we're continuing our great American road trip on the show, and this week we're in Vega, Texas. And at least one of us is about to enjoy some authentic Texas steak. Steak spelled S-T-A-K-E. Oh, quiet. Come on. Hey, look, they got one of those uh, Texas-sized dance floors. No kidding. That thing's as big as a football field. Don't see anybody on it, though. I mean, that's early yet. The swing dancing crowd probably doesn't come in until later. Come on, let's belly up to the counter. <sighs> There's nobody behind the counter. Are we sure this place is open for business? I don't know. Let's find out. Hey, anyone uh, anyone around these parts? Any, uh, anyone out there? Anyone here? Y'all, y'all, uh... Texas hospitality, any any of that around here? Hey, I'll be there in a second. Wait, that sounds like. Howdy there, partners. What can I do you for? Lenny. I knew it. I knew there was something wrong with this place. Come on, we're leaving. Matt McClay, come back here. Hey, we were groomsmen at Sydney's wedding together. We're basically brothers. Hey, don't push it, Lenny. Lenny, what are you doing in the Texas Panhandle? What does it look like? I'm running Big Al's Steakhouse. So where's Big Al? There is no Big Al. He's a complete fabrication. Just a brand. Like a Chef Boyardee or a Wolfgang Puck. You see, after Sydney's wedding last month, I got word of a little business opportunity down here. Someone in Vega, Texas was selling that beautiful old dance hall. So I roped in some investors and bought the place. How did you get investors interested in the rundown dance hall? I got many very, very large and very rich corporate investors on board once I told them about my business plan. And just what is your business plan? I'm running a Texas-style steakhouse for people that aren't from Texas. I beg your pardon? Oh, you heard me right. In case you were unaware, the Lone Star State just so happens to be one of the fastest growing states in the country. There are thousands of Californians moving in here as we speak, and authentic traditional Texas culture will be completely foreign to them. 
Big Al's Steakhouse is a place where these newcomers can be introduced to Texas without suffering from culture shock. At night, instead of playing the boring old country western swing music, we play something called EDM. All our TVs play sports, but instead of American football, it's beach volleyball. Well, at least now we know why it's empty in here. Hey, business is growing. Really? Yeah, you two walked in, didn't ya? Got me there. Well, I don't care about EDM or volleyball or whatever you've done to de-Texasify this place. I'm ordering whatever the biggest steak you have is, as long as it's made of 100% real authentic Texas beef. That's all I care about right now. It's not! You, uh, mean it's out of state? Nope! It's not beef at all! That's why Steakhouse is spelled the way it is. Legally, we're not allowed to spell it the other way. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me this is like a, a, a vegan steakhouse? You bet! Given the changing demographics of our state, myself and the very rich organizations funding this business venture want to be mindful of evolving cultural sensitivities. The practice of eating meat may soon no longer be as acceptable as it once was. Texas is going vegan! Well, I'm sure that will be news to Texas. What do you think, Jake? J Jake? Is he, uh... Is he okay? Yeah, he sort of just freezes up whenever he's surrounded by too much vegan food. You should have seen him the year our aunt brought tofurkey to Thanksgiving. Anyway, folks, while Jake suffers from steak withdrawal, Here's some songs about the great state of Texas. I'm heading for the depot, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. I'm heading for the depot, and here's the reason why I've got a touch of Texas in my talk. In your talk. Got too much of Texas in my talk. In your talk. Oh, this place will be my ruin, Kayayippin' and Wahooin'. Take me back to New York. Got a touch of Texas in my hair. In your hair. Got too much of Texas in my hair. In your hair. Yes, the sand from Amarillo keeps a scratching on my pillow. Take me back to Times Square. For I've seen every part of, every part of what I'm deep in the heart of. Got a touch of Texas in my walk. In your walk. Got too much of Texas in my walk. In your walk. Oh, the sage may be a bloomin', but for miles there's nothing human. Take me back to New
got a touch of Texas on my face. Got too much of Texas on my face. Oh, the sunshine in Laredo got me like a ripe tomato. Take me out of this place. Got a touch of Texas in your walk. Got too much of Texas in your walk. Rode a Bronco down in Dallas, so be careful of my callus. Take me back to New York. This is New York.
stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas, the prairie sky is wide and high. Deep in the heart of Texas, the sage in bloom is like perfume. Deep in the heart of Texas, remind me of the one I love. Deep in the heart of Texas. What a thrill to take the wheel of the newest Oldsmobile. It's a rocket engine car, greater power now by far. Hydromatic drive is new, and hydraulic steering too. It's a rocket eight, super eight. Oh, it's Oldsmobile for you. Yes, it's Oldsmobile's flashing new Super 88 for 1952. More than ever, the high compression leader. The Super 88 is a style leader, too, with brilliant new beauty in every flowing line. See this great new rocket engine car. Thrill to the new rocket ride at your Oldsmobile dealers. Sure, I'll never forget the time when I was there. I was standing in a bar room in a little Texas town, drinking double sarsaparillas just to wash my dinner down. Folks were dancing to a jukebox where a very fine quartet, and a guy named Harris sang a song called Smoke That Cigarette. Mm. While the record was still playing, something shook the whole saloon. All the women started screaming till I couldn't hear the tune. Then I looked up to the doorway and I saw him standing there. It was fearless Fred the foreman, dog dirty and loaded for bear. It was a year to the day since he had last been to town. And he showed it by the way he eyed the women up and down. Then he started in to cuss at all the folks up at the bar. Till a ranger who was there cautioned Freddy to beware before he had gone too far. But he said, look out, stranger. I'm a Texas Ranger. You better take it nice and easy now or you're going to have to go. Well, now, Fred the foreman wasn't bright or he'd have stopped right then. But he just ignored the Ranger and he started in again. He went down and grabbed Miss Lulu, the local dance hall queen, while the fella who was with her was so scared he near turned green. Then the Ranger who was watching said that he had seen enough. He had been polite to Freddy, now it's time that he got tough. Cause when a woman isn't willing, you can't force her to comply. You just don't do that and live when there's a Ranger standing by. He said, look out, stranger, I'm a Texas Ranger. He said, take your hands off that there woman or you'll make me mad. Then the ranger turned to Lulu to make sure she was all right. Freddy saw his chance and hit the ranger. Wham! With all his mind. But the ranger looked around and said, I think I felt a breeze. Meanwhile, Freddy with the broken hand was feeling ill at ease. I want you to look out, stranger, cause I'm a Texas ranger. Then the ranger swung at Freddy and then all the lights went out. Oh, 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 take that! Oh, oh, take that! Oh, oh, take that! Oh, 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 oh,
Now, when the lights went on again, some thieving dog had stole my drink, and I swore out loud I'd like to get my hands upon that gink. When I looked around, the only other person that I saw was the ranger sipping sarsaparilla calmly through a straw. Fearless Freddy rose up from the floor and drew his 45. When the smoke had cleared, we found the ranger smiling and alive. Cause it's a well-known fact in Texas that a ranger's skin is hard. Even bullets never hurt. It's like a built-in bodyguard. So remember, stranger, if you meet a Texas Ranger, they're the roughest, toughest gentlemen you ever saw. And gals, they're handsome critters, too. Down in Texas, look me up. We've got everything in Texas looking up. Where the men are men and love it, and the gals are sure glad of it. If you're ever down in Texas, look me up. Everybody's gonna holler, howdy do. Howdy do. Everybody, they'll be saying, how are you? Anyone for Dusty, everybody there knows me. They'll tell you where I'm riding at bar A, B, C, or D. If you're ever down in Texas, look me up. We've got everything in Texas looking up. Am I right or Amarillo? Man, that state's a killer villa. If you're ever down in Texas, look me up. If you're ever down in Texas, look me up. We've got everything in Texas looking up. When it's moonlight on the prairie With a gal who's not contrary You may decide to marry And settle down And if you're down in Dallas Come see our three-room palace If you're in Texas Look me Sing a song of the Lone Star State Where a feller can fight and make love every night Oh, sing me a song of Texas All the steers have long horns in Texas And gazebos grow six feet tall And the gals are so sweet It's a pleasure to meet anyone from the state of Texas Sing me a song of Texas Where the cowboys are lean and strong Though their legs may be bowed They're as straight as the road That runs through the state of Texas 
I love the open prairie Where the buffalo used to roam And I wouldn't exchange My old shack on the range For a palace outside of Texas something your dad should hear about. Skelly gasoline is tailor-made for quick starting in your weather. It's weather right for your car. So it not only helps you start faster, it gives you faster pickup, too. If you want your car to pull out in front of traffic, if you want your family car to be the first to get away when it starts at a traffic light, you just ask Dad to try Skelly tailor-made gasoline. And once he tries it, he'll say it's a grand gasoline. And I'll bet he uses it from then on. And boy, oh boy, will you be proud of the way your family car starts and the way it steps out ahead of the rest on the road. Yes, sir, for fast starts and real pickup, tell Dad to try Skelly TaylorMade Aeromax gasoline tonight. Come on, Jake. You've got to at least try this vegan steak. Millions of dollars and a lot of chemistry went into concocting the formula to make it. Do you have any idea how difficult it is to give mashed peas the color of meat? Uh-huh. Here, this should break Jake out of his funk. I went outside and found a piece of beef jerky in between the car seats. Had some crumbs and hair on it, but I brushed it off a little. Ah, oh, finally some real food. Give me that. Eat up, Tex. Mm. Well, well, Lenny, let's have a state steakhouse of yours. This idea is a dud, man. I, I'll, I give you like another week before this place shuts down. I'll have you know we don't just deal in fake steak here. Remember, this is a place to aid Californians in their transition to becoming Texans. We offer a whole lifestyle approach. A lifestyle approach. Of course. Sure, we want Californians to feel comfortable in Texas, but they've also got to adapt to the culture a little. That's why here at Big Al's, we offer the complete Texan cowboy package for a reasonable price. What all is included in this, uh, cowboy package? Well, any Californian can walk in here and turn in their surfboards, skateboards, and flip-flops for a pair of cowboy boots, a 10-gallon hat, and this little toy revolver. 
a toy revolver? We aren't licensed whatsoever to sell firearms, so this is the next best thing. Right. I don't suppose you fellas have any surfboards you'd like to put towards the Texan cowboy package? Well, I don't. I think I left my surfboard in my other pants. You sure? The package includes this book of cowboy slang words you'll need to know during your time in Texas. Oh, let me see. Here! Alright, flip open to a random one. Um, now here's a good one. Uh, Bronco. Noun. A horse. Yeah, that checks out. Invaluable knowledge right there in that little book. You know, I was just thinking I could not put a value on this. Oh, here's another. Uh, cowpoke. Noun. A cowboy. Or, to nudge a cow. I never would have known. Exactly. I suppose you've changed your mind on the Texan cowboy package? How much does this package cost? Well, including the surfboard as a down payment, eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a great deal. I'm gonna have to pass. We also have the deluxe package for Californians becoming Texans. You exchange your keys to your Tesla for a horse. You're trading horses? Well, we don't have horses right now. They're on back order, supply chain and all. So, what can I put you gentlemen down for? You know, between the vegan steak and the toy guns, I, I think we're good for now. Thank you. Um, no. Uh, up next on the show, we have an episode of Tales of the Texas Rangers. As this is our Texas-themed episode. <laughs> so, uh, here you go. It's kind of like a dragnet with a cowboy hat. Wheaties presents Joel McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers. On stage tonight, transcribed from Hollywood, another in the Wheaties' big parade of exciting half-hour presentations. Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Pearson. Texas, more than 260,000 square miles. And 50 men who make up the most famous and oldest law enforcement body in North America. of the Texas Rangers come these stories based on fact. Only names, dates, and places are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record. Case for tonight, the Trigger Men. At 9 o'clock on the evening of May 27, 1947, Jasper Leach, operator of an independent service station in Ada, Oklahoma, was preparing to shut down for the night. Suddenly, two men in a green convertible pulled into the service island of his station. Close for the night, fellas. Pumps are all locked. We got to get some gas. Uh, all night place on the highway south, mister. Big station, you're heading that way. I don't like big stations. We're gassing up right here. I got a tire you can fix. Now, look, I told you I'm close for the night. Hey, stop the chatter, will you? You heard him, Hick. Now get moving, or I'll put a slug in you. All right, mister. I ain't arguing with a gun. He gets that pump going. Make him fill a couple extra five-gallon cans. Tight. All right, Joe. Stop playing the party and get that flat spare out of you so hot for action. Okay, okay, but let's take it up, man. Well, come on, Hayseed. Get with the pump. 
keys are in the office. Well, let's get them. And while we're in here, you might as well open the safe. I, I don't know the combination. <laughs> yeah? Oh! I said open it, you hick. All right, mister, I'll open it. But you ain't getting away with this. Not by a dang sight. We'll talk that over later. Just you and me, Hick. Just you and me. KTX-8, all units. KTX-8, all units. Oklahoma State Police advised that about 9 p.m. of 527, gas station attendant at 8, Oklahoma, was robbed and beaten to death with tire iron. Subjects tentatively identified as... Number one, Joe Gordon, average size, eyes blue, hair blonde, complexion fair. Number two, Tiny Gordon, six foot three, peculiar walk, pigeon toed, same coloring as brother. Subjects now believed to be in Texas en route to Mexican border. Wanted six states and FBI for murder, bank robbery, narcotics, other charges. Use caution, these men are dangerous. KDXA Austin. <laughs> Tales of the Texas Rangers will continue in just a moment. Get up and get at them with Wheaties. Yup, for folks up and doing, for folks going places, breakfast of champions. Sure, begin a better breakfast with Wheaties tomorrow and see if you don't feel the difference all morning long. Here's why. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. You got it? There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. That's why Wheaties can give so much. Energy, you bet, whole wheat energy. Vitamins and minerals, you bet, and protein, too. That's why Wheaties at 7 can make a difference at 11. There's energy in them thar flakes. You try them. Tomorrow morning, make yours Wheaties. Pour on the milk, put on the fruit, and eat happy. Yes, and work happy. Tomorrow, see for yourself how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. Breakfast of champions. Breakfast for you. <laughs> There were no further signs of the Gordon brothers on the night of May 27th. But on the morning of the 28th, Captain Stinson of the Texas Rangers received a report that looked like a lead and immediately sent for Ranger Jace Pearson. You send for me, Captain? Yeah, Jace. I want you to get right over to the General Hospital in Palo Pinto County. Been a double shooting. Deputy Sheriff and his son. Where'd it happen? Near Mineral Wells. But check the hospital first. Shooting took place during the night. Rancher found them in this morning. Mineral Wells, that's on the road south from Ada, Oklahoma. You think it might have been the Gordon brothers? It smells like them. They were headed south, according to all previous reports. I figure they're making their run for the border, and they'll kill anybody who tries to stop them. Sure looks that way. The deputy never saw who gunned him, Jace. If he can talk, get all the information you can. And if it looks like the Gordons, stay with it all the way. We don't want them to get across the border. I understand. Judging by their past movements, they steal cars and dump them for new ones at regular intervals before they get too hot. So don't pin too much in any car descriptions. I won't. I'll see you later. Oh, Jace. Yeah? You get anything hot, report it by phone. If I have anything for you, I'll have the radio dispatcher tell you to call in. The men we're after might have a short wave set. Right, Captain. One thing more, Jace. This department hasn't lost a man in a long time. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. 
I wouldn't want to be the one to spoil the record. I checked my car out and headed for Palopinto County. I reached the hospital at 9.45 a.m. and saw the doctor in charge. He'll pull through, I think, but his condition is critical. Shot three times through the back. One of the bullets is lodged in his spine. Which room's he in? I'll show you. Deputy's son hurt bad, too? Too bad, Ranger. Dead on arrival. He know it? Yep, he knows. Be better if you could wait. I wish I could. I can't. I understand. He's in here. Deputy was lying on his stomach, a dazed look on his face like he was remembering something over and over, but still couldn't believe it. I knelt on the floor beside him so he could see me while he was telling me what happened. You see, my my boy built himself one of them hot rod cars out of an old chassis and spare parts. You know, youngsters. Yeah. I broke down on him last night. Fooled with it and couldn't get it to start. Called up home about midnight. Tell me and his ma why I was out so late. Sure. I drove out in my car to meet him where he called from, up at Salesville. We both fooled around with his car some, but wasn't fixing to go at all. Here. You sip a little water through this glass straw. <laughs> Better? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you couldn't get the car started? Uh, yeah, yeah, so finally I told the kid to come on home. And we'd get it taken care of today. Hmm. Reckon that don't matter none now. What happened on the way home? We passed the carpet place, big place. It raises silkworms. Here, let me fix that pillow for you a bit. Thank you. Worms... Feet off in the leaves of the mulberry trees. We was passing a grove, carved with mulberries, huh? Spot a file, little campfire, like deep in the grove, almost out of sight. I see. Thought I'd better stop and have a look. The kid, he wanted to get out of the car with me. I don't know why I let him, but I had no way of knowing. Now, of course, you, you couldn't know. We walked in. I guess they heard us coming. One of them kicked at the fire. I saw his shadow. That's all. I yelled at him to stand where they was, and they started blasting. Go on. I, I turned, pushed the kid down. Something hit me in the back. I went out. When I, when I came to, my kid was lying there. Just a couple of feet from me. Fifteen years old. All right. Don't try to talk anymore. Get him for me, Ranger. Please get him. Me and my kid. I left the hospital and headed for the Carveth Ranch outside Mineral Wells. Big Jim Carveth, the owner of the place, took me into the Mulberry Grove where the deputy and his boy had been gunned. Well, this is the spot. Sheriff's combed it over pretty complete, though. Hmm. Had their fire right over here. Uh, what are you digging out of them ashes? Fire wasn't burning long. Started it with a road map and an envelope. 
Little corner of the envelope, not quite burned. I can just make out the stamp. Mm-hmm. It's Mexican. Maybe our lab can make out the postmark. Out of that chart, Hunk? Yeah. If I can slide it into this fresh envelope without breaking it up too much. <laughs> you fellas sure can figure a lot from a little, I reckon. Sometimes. When they left, they went through there toward the road. How do you know that? Here's the mark where the fire was kicked. Steps from it move that way. It might have been the sheriff and his men. Not in low-heel eastern boots. See the impressions? Oh. One set, same as yours or mine, except for the difference in boots. Hmm. The other set scuffs in at the toes. Man who made those is pigeon-toed. Well, you sound like you could draw a picture of them. I could now. Let's see where these prints lead. <laughs> They led to the road, or almost to the road. Just at the edge of the grove were tire markings where a car had been backed into the mulberries to screen it from sight. Yeah, this is it, all right. You can see where it scraped the branches. Did more than scrape them. And uh, this one's been torn off. The part that got torn off isn't on the ground. Low branch, too. Oh, that means something? From the tire marks and the height of the branch, it means the baggage compartment of the car was open and then closed down on the end of the branch. See, it snapped off when the car moved. <laughs> you sound like that's worth knowing. It might be worth plenty. The highway patrol turns up an abandoned car with a piece of mulberry branch caught on it. I drove back to headquarters and turned the charred envelope over to the lab. Then I went in and reported to Captain Stinson. Sounds like the Gordon brothers all right. I'd bet on it. And if they're in the habit of ditching their cars, we'd better check on all the stolen and abandoned. We find the car, we'll know which way they're headed. I'll send out a bulletin on it. What did Lab say about the envelope? Burned pretty bad, Captain, but they think they can restore it. Take time, though. Well, if they can bring out that Mexican postmark, it might tell us where the Gordons plan to cross the border. That's what I was thinking. They won't go through a regular border station. It'll be an illegal crossing. And they'll probably have a hideaway arranged on the other side. Yeah, probably other members of the Crawford gang. I figure they'll try to make it before tomorrow morning. They'll be making their big run tonight. Well, head south, Jace, toward the border. We'll relay all information to you as it comes up. I'd better get charcoal out of the barn and hitch up my horse trailer. That's a good idea. Wherever they try to cross, it's a cinch it won't be good territory for a car. Uh, the border stations are covered, though, aren't they, in case they do try a legal crossing? Now, their mugs are hanging in every customs house from Brownsville to El Paso. Hmm. FBI has given them extra cover. And the Mexican police are helping, too. I better get going, then. So long, Captain. So long, Jace. And good luck. I loaded charcoal into the horse trailer and headed south, aiming for the center of the border near Valverde County so I could change my direction fast either way. I kept a lead foot on the gas pedal. Toward sundown, I was just outside El Dorado when the radio dispatcher came through telling me to call headquarters. I got Captain Stinson on long distance. That mulberry branch is paying off, Jace. Abandoned car with a piece of it caught in the trunk has just been found in Fort Stockton, Pecos County. How long ago? Less than 15 minutes, and the motor was still warm. Highway patrol is throwing up roadblocks at all points, south and west. They can't be far out of Stockton. Must be planning to try a border crossing in Presidio or Brewster County, then. Any report on that burned envelope? Still working on it, Jace. You better head for Fort Stockton. If they do get past our block, they're within 90 miles of the border. I'll do my best, Captain. So long. 
Well, it's another baseball summer with ball fans all over the country watching their favorites and baseball champions all over the major leagues eating their Wheaties. Yup, and do they eat their Wheaties? The Philadelphia Phillies, Ashburn and Ennis. The Cleveland Indians, Lemon and Boudreaux. Stan Musial of the St. Louis Cards. George Kell of the Detroit Tigers. Pee Wee Reese of the Dodgers. They're all getting their Wheaties, breakfast of champions. And you know, so are a lot of other smart people. Folks who want high-stepping energy to stride through their mornings high, wide, and handsome. They're getting Wheaties, too. Are you? Well, listen, you may not play ball for a living, but you can use Wheaties energy. You can use Wheaties vitamins, minerals, and protein. You can use breakfast of champions, too. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. A whole golden kernel rolled out flat and toasted. Yes, there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. That's why Wheaties can do so much and help send you through the morning on high. That's why Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. You have some. Wheaties, the crisp way to get your whole wheat. Tomorrow morning, make yours milk and fruit and Wheaties. Breakfast of champions. See for yourself how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. I started for the roadblock area in Pecos County, but I never got there. I was still 50 miles away when headquarters radioed me to contact them by phone. Had a feeling the news wasn't going to be good, and it wasn't. We can forget about Pecos County, Jace. The Gordons broke through our roadblock. Where? Back road near Hovey. They turned a Tommy gun on the highway patrol and a sheriff's car. Kill anybody? Two, and two more badly wounded. The men were just found when they didn't answer a radio call. Happened two hours ago. Then the Gordons could be at the border by now. The wildest part of it, Jace. And you'll have to guess what... Just a second. I didn't hear something. Okay, thanks. Here it is, Jace. Lab report on the burnt envelope. Where was it mailed from? Boquillas. Right across the Rio Grande from the Santiago Mountains. That country's murder. Worse for them than for us. Rivers swollen by spring rains. They'll need a boat to cross. County sheriff can beat through the mountains with posses. Ten miles each side. I'll get as close as I can by car, and then Charcoal and I'll ride in. The posse will corner them. We'll have them. You're the closest ranger, Uni Jace. But those men are dangerous. You want to wait for some help? No time for waiting. Now's the time for getting them. You'll hear from me. <laughs> south of Brewster County, the world comes to an end. I drove as far as I could and met one wing of the sheriff's posse where Maravillas Creek runs into the Rio Grande. Any sign of them, Sheriff? Nope. Got men working in from the other side of the mountains, though. I'll get my horse and ride in with your ways. Then we can split and fan out. Good. Mighty fine horse, Ranger. The best. Come on, Charco. Which of your men knows this section best? Jaime Sanchez, I reckon. I'd like him to ride with me when we split. Oh, he'd be proud to. Sanchez! You want me for something, Sheriff? Ranger wants you to ride with him. That's good with me. Thanks, Sanchez. You got any signal arranged with the rest of your posse? Three shots. Two seconds between each one. Good. Well, let's ride. All right, men. Mount up. Well, we'll follow the river, and then you can drop off in pairs and head in toward the peak. The sheriff will pair you off. 
If you hit ground too rough for your horses, tie them off and move through on foot. All got that? from Boquilla, Sanchez. About five miles, senor, and it will be right across the Rio. We better turn toward the peak, then. We can't go in very far in the horses. Maybe we should leave them right here. Easier to find again. You're probably right. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, oh. Uh, tie them off over here. See? There are some cabins up here in the mountains, but the men we are after wouldn't know about them. What kind of cabins? Old hunters' cabins from long ago when there was good hunting. But most of the game is gone. Nobody lives in them anymore. No, but the Gordons might know about them anyhow. You say they do not know this country. Yeah, they could have been told. They're meeting somebody in Mexico. Some of their gang might have come through here before. That's why they picked this spot. They're in such a hurry, though, I don't think they would stop. Yeah, they would if the big boy got tired. The big boy? Yeah, Tiny Gordon, he's pigeon-toed. Something wrong with his feet. He's big and heavy and carrying a lot of weight. He's going to slow down in this country. I think you're right, Ranger Pearson. He, he ain't got good feet. He's still down plenty in here. Are the cabins in the territory we're covering? See, si, two of them. Well, let's take a look. See, si, the first one is right up this way to the left, about two miles in. Just wait in there. Soon find out. Stay clear of the doorway and keep your gun ready while I go in. See, but you better have your guns ready, too. Don't worry. I got them. Watch it. Nobody here. Come in. Lamp here. I'll, I'll light it. Something wrong with the lamp, senor? No. But I don't think I'll light it after all. Use your flashlight instead. See? Si. There. Feel the glass. The lamp chimney. It's warm, senor. Used less than half an hour ago. Could any of the posse have reached here before us? I don't see how. They all turn in further back. I mean the group working in from the other side. No, they came all the way from Hot Springs, further than where we start. Hmm. That's where the sheriff's deputy went to get them. Flash your light around a little. See? Si. Wait. Wait, turned on that chair again. See? Look. Dust wiped off it. Somebody sitting there not long ago, that scraped spot on the floor. Sat with his legs straight out. That scraping was done by his heels. See, you have a good eye. I think I'll sit down there and stretch my legs. Mm -hmm. uh, my heels reach those marks? No, not quite so far. But why do you do that? I'm six feet tall. The man that sat in that chair is taller. Tiny Gordon is six foot three. Come on. Look around. See which way they headed. See. Si. 
I think this way, Ranger Pearson. Why? What'd you find? Somebody step on this dead log, take off a piece of the bark. Yeah. And prints there, too. Here, flash your light. See? Here. Two sets. One of them with the toes turning in. Now throw the light that way. See, that bush. First one through here held the branch back for the other to pass. Knocked off a few berries. Crushed them on the ground. It's still wet from the juice. We got the direction now. Let's move. You better put that light off. They're headed for the Rio, all right. Shouldn't we fire the gun now, the signal for the posse? No, we're too close. Gordons might hear it, too. Probably think they're safe in here. They don't know we've got a postmark. Better chance of getting them cold if they don't know. See. You think they're going to fight if we catch them? With murder charges in a couple of states, they got nothing to lose. They'll fight plenty. They left a trail all the way, easy to follow even by moonlight. Got fresher as we moved along and saw more and more spots where Tiny Gordon had stopped to rest. And the pace spots where Joe Gordon had moved around restlessly waiting for him. It wasn't long before we could hear the lapping of the Rio Grande as the foothills dipped down toward it. Then we heard them, moving and talking in the reeds at the edge of the river. How do you know? Hey, you've only got a letter. Expected us last night. Let's try again. No, we ain't moving on a train schedule. Suppose they don't come. Light in a couple of hours. So we'll go back to that cabin and hold up again until tomorrow night. Besides, who's going to see us here? Oh, maybe an idiot or something. I don't know whose ladder will be tramping around. What are you, Daniel Boone or something? That's right. Don't you tell me to drive your little punk. That tiny. We figured that right. They're expecting a pickup from the Mexican side. Gee, good thing the boat did no, not come yet. Those Lucky you could carry a 45. You tried to carry a Tommy gun away. You were flopping around, eh, man? You'd have killed yourself and me, too. I might kill you someday, Joe, shooting your mouth off. Go on, go on, try it. I'll blow your brains Why, out. Why, you... You want to put you to jaw, Joe? Dad, try it. Well, they got 45s. But so have we, see? Let's move in and take them. <laughs> slipped down to the edge of the reeds. I capped Sanchez to move off about 30 yards so they'd have to come between us if they made a break away from the river. We couldn't see them in the reeds, but they couldn't see us either. Sanchez reached his position, and then I straightened up. Tiny! Joe! Who's that? Get up, Tiny! I'm a Texas Ranger. There's a posse of 20 men in the hills. You're surrounded. Will you come out? That won't do you any good. This way, Tiny! Open up, Sanchez! That's a posse signal, Tiny. They'll all be heading this way. You won't be here to meet them. What's the matter, Tiny? Your gun empty? Why is it, Chapman? Hey, how'd you fellas ever kill anybody? You don't even come close. Where are you, you hicks? I'll kill all of you, you stinking hicks. I am over here, signal. Oh, yeah? The rest of the posse will be here soon. It'll be daylight. We'll starve you out or burn you out. You're hogtied. You better give up while you can. I ain't giving up. I'll take a lot of your heads with me. Come on, Joe. Wait, wait, wait. Wait in this way, son. Joe, Joe, Joe. You dirty. 
You had your chance, Tiny. All right, Sanchez. You got it, senor. Guess this job is almost finished. Almost finished? They look like they finished good. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the Crawford gang are from across the river. We'll have a nice surprise for them if they come over in their boat. Posse will be here soon, and we may be able to take them by surprise. Easier than these two, senor. You know, I don't think they like this very much. I saw what they did to a deputy sheriff and his kid. I didn't like the Gordon brothers very much either. Two hours later, other members of the Crawford gang were surprised and captured without resistance when they crossed the Rio Grande to keep their rendezvous with the Gordon brothers. They were turned over to federal authorities to stand trial for their crimes. Well, partner, whether you're riding the Texas prairie or smelting steel in Pittsburgh, first you need your Wheaties. Yep, breakfast of champions for folks with big things to do. It's a brighter morning and a better job when you begin a good breakfast with Wheaties. Here's why. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. Yes, there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. That's why Wheaties can give so much. Whole wheat vitamins and minerals, protein too. Whole wheat energy to help you stride through the morning high, wide, and handsome. Yes, there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. That's how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. You try them. Golden flakes, crisp flakes, Wheaties flakes. Have some tomorrow with milk and fruit. And see yourself how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. Next week, Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of The Texas Rangers. Joel McRae will soon be seen starring in the Universal International Technicolor production Saddle Trim. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Tom McKee, Tom Holland, Jack Crucian, Byron Kane, and Jay Novello. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Murcott, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keats. This is Hal Gibney speaking. And this is the Wheaties man, Frank Martin, inviting you to listen Welcome to... Welcome back to Yesterday Today. We're wrapping up the show as we're about to leave Vega, Texas, and begin the next leg of our great American road trip. And Lenny tries to sell us on his fake Texan lifestyle designed for Californians. Now, fellas, if you act now, I'll throw in a free Don't Muck Up Texas shirt. Uh, I think it's Don't Mess With Texas, Lenny, not... It is? That's too bad. I ordered a lot of these shirts. Lenny, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think this fake steakhouse is going to take off. Of course it will! Besides, even if it doesn't, I have backup plans. That's why I'm collecting all these surfboards and skateboards. In not too much longer, I'll be able to move this whole operation to California. Texans are going to be moving to California to get away from all the Californians that are moving to Texas. I'll sell them a lifestyle kit to get them used to life in the Golden State. I'm talking surfboards, flip-flops, books explaining California slang. Well, maybe you can sell them those vegan steaks. 
No, no, you gotta go easy to help them become Californians. I'll sell the meat that's cut in a way to make it look like salad. Right, well, good luck with that. Come on, McLean. Right behind you. See you, Lenny. You bet. Howdy. Howdy means hello and goodbye, doesn't it? I think that's aloha, Lenny. Oh, well, aloha then. Come on, gotta get back on the road. We're supposed to be staying with uh, Sydney's cousin when we get to Oklahoma, and uh, he's, he's expecting us by Wednesday, I think. Hey, you think there's a Whataburger around here? Probably. If not here, then Amarillo. If you want more Yesterday Today, visit KISU.org or wherever you get your cattle-raising, oil-drilling, Texas-sized podcasts. I lost my heart, my little old heart. I lost my heart, my little old heart. I lost my little old heart in the little old state of Texas. Tapping underneath a little old southern moon She put her little old hand in mine And whispered I love you And the little old stars began to shine And the little old dream came true We'll build a little old ranch In the little old state of Texas And we raise ourselves a little old family Family all our little old casual passers by But our little old kids grow six feet high In the little old state of Texas Wait and see Wait and see Wait and see